In a time when evildoers parade their agenda before the world without shame, in a world where absolutes are being challenged and changed, in a society where truth is relative, welcome to a podcast that will edify, encourage, and empower you. A podcast that will speak God's truth in love. I'm your host, Myron Powell. Thank you for subscribing and listening to Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. Thanks for tuning in and listening, subscribing. I just appreciate this opportunity to share with you a little bit today. Uh, we've been studying the book of Proverbs in this uh, season, and I am excited to continue rightly dividing the word of truth with you. And um, of course, you know, we're just looking at a snapshot and, and if you will, just the bullet points of some things, um, you know, much more in-depth study could be done uh, for this. And, and I certainly recommend that you dig deeper as well. So hopefully this is enough to whet your appetite to want to cause you to dig deeper. Today from Proverbs 11, there's there's something I want to share with you. Um, recently in, in mainstream media um, and mainstream Christianity, a, a well-known uh, preacher who had for years preached about the giving and tithes and offerings, but also from the uh, false prosperity gospel concept took a turn and went the opposite direction and said, now don't give basically. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really broad brushing here in the sense of not giving you any of the details, not even telling you the person's name other than just to say, you know, he went really from, from one extreme to the next. And, and the Bible is about balance. And today I want to talk about giving. And of course, there's the giving of time, there's the giving of talent, there's the giving of the gifts and that God has blessed you with, you know, back into the kingdom and so forth. And those are all valid and important too. But I want to focus today about the giving of our tithe and offering, that financial aspect, that, you know, numerical and, and economical value of what we give to the kingdom of God. Um... And so I want to just take a look with you here, if you would. And and the Bible says in Proverbs 11, 24 and 25, and I'm, I'm going to read it from the ESV. It says, one gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Verse 25 says, whoever brings blessings will be enriched. The one who waters himself will be watered. And so from that, I want to just share with you today that there's a blessing in giving to God. But I want to focus on a few things. First of all, it's freely giving. Um, the Bible talks about in the New Testament being a cheerful giver. Now, there are ample scriptures. you got Malachi that talks about tithes and offerings. Jesus himself said you should tithe um, in, the, in the New Testament. So you have this in both Testaments, the principle of giving, um, and even specified amounts. Again, a tithe is a 10%. So if I make 100 bucks, I'm giving 10 to God. That's a simple tithe. Um, offerings are above and beyond that. That's what I feel to freely or sacrificially and cheerfully give in addition to what the Lord wants in tithe. You see, a lot of people look at giving from a subtraction 
and addition kind of concept. What they, they think is, I have 100% of my income, I subtract 10%, give that to God, maybe let's say 5% more for just easy figuring, and I have 85% left to pay my bills, um, go out to eat, take my girlfriend out for a date, you know, whatever that is. Well, that's a, that's a mindset of addition and subtraction. It's, it's not a mindset that really is biblical, because if you look at it this way, instead of saying, you know, I am giving God, for every dollar I have, I'm giving God a, a dime. Look at it this way. God gave me a dollar. I can give him a dime back. I can give him a, a you know a nickel so if, if I want to give 15%, let's say. And so in other words, looking at it from a standpoint of God gave it all to me anyways, giving him back a portion of that is just a way of, of obeying his word, freely doing it. And notice again what the scripture says. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. I can't explain the mathematics to you. In fact, I don't know that there is a, a study of mathematics that would be able to prove how God does what he does. I can't explain. I can't tell you the times that the Lord has blessed me when I didn't know where the money was coming from, I didn't expect the bonus, the raise, the check in the mail, whatever it was, and it's happened. And sometimes it's blessed me in other ways where I get better gas mileage or I, I have more time or you know other, other factors. It's not always being blessed back financially per se, but there have been many, many times it has. But notice the rest of the verse. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. I can't tell you how many times in my life as a pastor, and I've pastored as a lead pastor for 22 plus years, and as an assistant or a youth pastor for another seven years, so almost 30 years of pastoral ministry, I can't tell you how many times I've had people tell me, I can't afford to tithe. And my response to them is always, I can't afford not to tithe. I can't afford not to give. You see, Jesus sometimes doesn't make logical sense. I mean, I want you to get this for a minute. Here comes a boy with his lunch, right? He freely gives it. Jesus accepts it, receives it, blesses it, breaks it, and then gives it to the disciples, and they start handing it out. And it feeds 5,000 men besides women and children. Everybody eats until they're full. Then they pick up 12 baskets of leftovers. I mean, you do the math on that. You show me how that works mathematically, and I'll buy you a steak dinner, okay? I don't know how God did that. I don't know how he takes my tithe and my offering that I faithfully and cheerfully and freely give. I don't know how he takes it and and blesses the kingdom in Africa and, and reaches a soul in, in you know England. or I don't know how he does it, but he does. And so my... Feelings are, I want to bless God in a way that I don't want to suffer want. And so I want to bless him, not just with the motive of growing richer. I mean, that, that's not why I give. I give because I want to be obedient. I give because I'm in a relationship with God. I give because it's, it's cheerful and freely. It's not, I'm not being forced or coerced to do this. There's not, nobody's, you know, uh, uh, forcing me. I do it because I want to. Now, the benefit to that is, Scripture says, I will grow all the richer. And so I would say to you, if you're listening to this today and you're struggling with giving, consider this verse. Consider what you can lay up treasure in heaven. Now, 
with that, let's include all the aspects of giving. Can you give your time to the kingdom of God? Can you give the talents that God has blessed you with, those gifts uniquely that he's given to you? Can you give those to God? Can you give a tithe of your time, two hours and 40 minutes a day, to worship and prayer and Bible study and witnessing and evangelism? Can you find a way to also do those things? Because if you give freely, you'll grow all the richer. Well, I hope this has helped you today. And and again, we've just looked at just two simple verses from Proverbs. There is so much more in this 11th chapter. But again, uh, this season, I'm just wanting to kind of throw out a nugget or two at you and and hopefully to whet your appetite to dig deeper. As always, if you've got questions, please email rightlydividingwot at gmail.com. Again, that's rightlydividingwot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and and, and hear your questions, comments. Uh, If you've got ideas, uh, you know, other things, please let me know. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, I hope you have a blessed day. Until next time, we'll see you. God bless.